Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Stuff I Heard podcast. I'm your host, Josh Peake. Um, <clears throat> I didn't actually know I turned this thing on. I was trying to play with something and it started recording and I figured, hey, why not just go ahead and start? So here we are. Um, today is the 230th episode, the big 230. Um, and today is June the 6th, 2020. Um, there is some uh, new updates that we're getting as far as the uh, internet is concerned. Um, I've been talking a lot about George Floyd's situation, um, the fact that he was uh, killed by a police officer um, and how it was very unnecessary. And there's been a lot of discussion about that amongst everybody, which there should be. That was the whole point. The whole point of it was that it shouldn't be for nothing, that he shouldn't have died for nothing. He shouldn't have died, period. But he's just an example of all these situations of people who shouldn't have died. So since then, um, there's been a lot of looting, vandalism, and violence from both sides, from police and from uh, everyone else. Um, I don't know that it's all from the standpoint of trying to seek justice for George Floyd, as much as it is an opportunity for people to just rob and loot. Some of it is from the anger and the outrage and the frustration. And some of it is just, I think a feeling of if I do this, then maybe someone will pay attention. Um, so here's the situation. So if I were president, which I'm not, I don't ever want to be president. I couldn't imagine that job and the burden and harassment and, and grief that it is. But if I were president, when this happened, I would have gotten and talked to the people who were investigating what happened. And I would have said, listen, we have to come to a conclusion. This is not right. I mean, you should have a moral compass of what's wrong and what's right. You should, I say should, According to the internet, a lot of people don't have a moral compass as to what's wrong and what's right. But most people, according to the internet, because I'm seeing it, most people look at what happened and they think this is wrong. This was wrong. Not only is that officer responsible, but so is everyone around him. So are the other three officers that were watching him do it. None of them thought to step in and say, hey, that's a little much. And this is just one example of one individual. And that's why I keep saying his name, George Floyd. I keep saying his name because it needs to be said. It needs to not be forgotten. Now, the violence on both sides is not doing anything but making it worse. The looting is not making anything better. Is it getting people's attention? Sure. It's getting the wrong attention. I mean, the president's out there saying if they loot, we shoot. That's the wrong thing to say. You're the guy in charge. You're the guy who's supposed to be like, hey, listen, let's let's have a discussion. Let's have level heads about this. I'm going to look into this. I'm going to make sure. I mean, okay, let's pretend that I'm the president. Uh, my fellow Americans, you know, it's a tragedy today. What happened to, to George Floyd? Um I will be looking into this directly and making sure 
that this doesn't happen again. I'm going to talk to everyone involved. I'm going to do an investigation. Um, we're going to have a special committee that's going to be looking into all situations where police have overstepped their bounds. And we want to make sure that this kind of violence never happens again. That any semblance of that would have been great, would have been necessary at the least. And it didn't happen. So with that being said, I'm looking at videos from Twitter because Twitter is where a lot of people just put their life online. People are filming what's going on and they're putting it on Twitter and people are forwarding the stuff. Now of what I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of crazy stuff. I'm sure you are too. If you look on your Twitter feed at anything that's going on, you see policemen walking up to people who are protesting peacefully, ripping off their face mask. Uh, they're wearing the mask because of the COVID they're wearing, they're ripping off their mask and spraying directly in the face with pepper spray. Uh, people are asked to leave, they're leaving, and then police officers are chasing them and hitting them and pushing them down and shoving them onto the concrete. Why? I have no idea. Um, I mean, if I were to play devil's advocate and say, you know, you didn't see the whole film, it would be maybe they were asked to leave and someone just kept pushing the issue further and further. It's sort of like having a kid where you tell them, like, listen, don't, you know, Get out of the kitchen. I'm making dinner. Yeah, but, and then they just keep coming in the kitchen. You're like, get out of the kitchen. And at a certain point, you're like, get out of the kitchen. You know, maybe, maybe that's the situation. See, I'm trying to be an optimist. I'm trying to add some sort of levity to the situation of what I saw. And I don't know if that's the case. I think it's really a lot of police officers are very angry with what they do, angry with the people that they serve, just like the politicians are. I mean, I don't think. I don't think our president's happy that he's the president. I don't think this is the job he signed up for or not what he thought he signed up for. I thought he, I think he thought this was going to be a cakewalk. All I got to do in there is make some things happen, improve the economy, and it's all going to work out. Well, here's the thing. Anytime you plan on something, everything goes wrong and it, and it does. And it did. And it is. Um, you have to be a problem solver. You have to be a, a, the kind of person that's going to have a situation and say, let's look into it. Let's fix it. Let's make sure this doesn't happen again. Let's protect the people who vote. Let's protect the people who pay taxes. Let's protect the people that were voted by the people for the people of the people. And let's do the right thing. Now, that's a fairy tale because I don't think any politician has that mentality other than maybe Tulsi Gabbard. But you guys didn't want her. You made sure that she wasn't even in the running for president. You didn't want somebody nice. Ben Carson would have been great in this situation. You didn't want him. Nobody voted him in the primary. Everybody wanted the jerk. And now the jerk's president. And he's making jerk decisions and saying jerk things. And everyone's shocked. Everyone's outraged. And here's the crazy thing. Is there people out there that really do believe in racism? And, and there are people out there that really do believe that because someone has a different skin color than they are, that they're less than. And those people are on the internet. And I see those, those videos too. It is ridiculous. I mean, Jesus Christ, people, you got to realize that you have no choice of to where you were born, how you were born, what, what country you were born, what gender you were born. Before you were born, did you have a choice of going, you know, hey, I'd really like to be a white dude in America. That'd be great. Maybe have a nice family. I don't know. That'd be awesome. Did you? As far as I know, nobody has that choice. So, Let's talk about why your skin is a color. 
Okay. If you live near the equator, you're out in the sun a lot. So your skin has to naturally turn dark or it's going to naturally turn dark because you're out in the sun a lot. Okay. From that melatonin, you are then less susceptible to getting a burn. Your skin darkens to protect you. Okay. It also regulates the amount of vitamin D that comes into your body. And you need vitamin D to fight infections, which we've learned from Dr. Rhonda Patrick on Joe Rogan's podcast. And if you live up north where it's, where it's cloudy and, and foggy and rainy all the time, and maybe the sun doesn't come out that much, or maybe you don't see the sun that often, or it's so cold that you keep bundled up, you're going to turn a lot paler and a lot whiter so that you can soak up the right amount of vitamin D when it's necessary. Your body is adapting. Everybody's body adapts. When you get in the tub, you know, your fingers all wrinkle up. That's so that you can grip things better. Your body adapts. Okay. If I'm out in the sun a lot, I get more tan than normal. I'm looking at myself in this stupid camera. I can see that right now my face is tan. I'm not this color naturally. This is me outside a lot. I have permanent scarring and discoloration on my neck and on my face from being out in the sun a lot. I'm 46 years old. I work outside. I've worked outside most of my life. Sun has damaged my face. Sun has damaged parts of my body. It is what it is. Okay. Now I'm not alabaster white. Does that make me colored? I look a little colored. I don't look white. I've got stuff around here. That's white. I got a coaster right here that my glass sits on. See that? That's white. This brim on my hat. That's white. I'm not that color. I'm more like the color of my shirt, which is like a strange peach color. Anyway, point being, People have to learn that we're all people. People have to learn to accept one another. People have to learn to live with one another. People have to learn to learn who your neighbor is. Go talk to people outside of your normal circles. Say hello once in a while. Stop looking in your phone into an echo chamber of just your buddies talking about how it's all stupid, man. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, listen. I come into contact with a lot of people at work. I have conversations with everybody. Everybody that I come into contact with is pretty level-headed because they realize that, you know, people are just people, especially dudes. Guys that I work with just want to work to get food for their families, make sure that everybody's comfortable, make sure everybody's got what they need, roof over their head, air conditioning, a nice pillow. I mean, come on. Everything else is just extra, right? So... At what point did we start looking at one another and going, I don't like him. He looks different. I'm so tired of the same conversations that keep happening all the time. I feel like, listen, I watched a video and I'd, I would bring it up, but it's just going to make, it's just going to make me cry if I watch it. Even talking about it may make me cry. So, <clears throat> I watched a video and I've put it all over social media. So if you guys follow me in on anything, you've seen it forwarded of some black men having a conversation, a loud conversation. There's a 46 year old man who's angry, very angry. And he, he's so angry. He could just spit nails and he's, he's got tears in his eyes and he's, he's, he's angry. And there's a 31-year-old guy who says, 
listen, I'm with you, but I'm, I'm tired of this too. And then he, he sees this boy that's tall, you know, tall young man who's 16. And he says, I need you to do it different than we did. Cause what we're doing ain't working. We've been doing this our whole lives and it ain't working. He said, we've tried to be angry. We've tried to fight back and it's not working. We need you to be above that. We need you to, to, to find a different path. He's like, I got a five-year-old son. I can't have him have this be his life. It's up to you. It's up to your people. It's up to your, your age to try and come up with a better way because this way ain't working. It broke my heart. It breaks my heart every time I watch it, every time I listen to it. It breaks my heart because it's a conversation that I've heard so many times in my life. And listen, I get the fact that I'm lucky. I get the fact that, look, I'm looking at myself. I'm a white dude. I get away with saying crap that, that some of my buddies can't. I get away with doing things that some of my buddies can't. If I wanted to get up at 5 a.m. and go for a jog, people would look at me and go, oh, look, he's going for a jog. Good for him. I got friends of mine that tell me they can't go for a jog because they're black. And it's like if, if somebody sees me running, they're going to be like, what do you steal? Why is he running? We need to take him in. He's obviously up to no good. That was one of the freedoms about being in the Marine Corps. Because in the Marine Corps, you're all green. You might be different shades of green, but you're all green. That's what they told us. Some are dark green, some are light green. But you're all green. And you realize that really quickly. People who aren't accustomed to that, they get on board really quickly because you need each other to survive, especially in the Marine Corps. Every man's a rifleman. You're there for one purpose. Pull the trigger. And no matter what your quote-unquote job is, at the end of the day, you can still be put on the front lines at any second. That's the Marine Corps. You have to learn to work together. You got to be a team. You got to be united. You got to work together. That purpose and that mentality carried over in my life and it served me well. And hopefully I'm doing the right thing. Hopefully I'm, I'm being the kind of man that I wanted to be. Hopefully I'm being honest and caring and thoughtful to everybody and not just because they look like me. I hope not. I hope that isn't what people will say about me at, one, at, at some point in my life. If I were to depart this earth, I hope that that I hope that people would say, uh, I hope that, that that I set the example for my boys. I got three sons that I've tried to set the example for. And I know I've probably fallen short. But I'm trying. I'm trying to influence people with this podcast. I'm trying to influence people with my YouTube page. I'm trying to put out there a message, walk the walk, talk the talk, be the kind of person that you expect others to be. And that's all we can all do. I mean, it's up to us. You, me, no matter what your walk in life is, no matter what you're doing, it's up to us to be the example. And it's hard. Sometimes you have to step outside your comfort zone. Sometimes you have to stand up for people. Sometimes you have to speak up for people. Sometimes you have to put yourself 
in the situation and say, hey, this isn't right. So the update that I want to talk about is apparently <clears throat> this police officer who killed George Floyd, they originally had him on like third degree manslaughter charges. Now he's up for second degree murder. And the three guys who stood around are now up for, um, as accomplices, third party accomplices, or third, was it a third degree accomplice or something like that? I don't exactly understand how it's phrased, but they should at least have a trial and, and discuss the fact that these guys just stood around and watched while their partner killed this guy. This is what should have happened in the beginning. This is where the president should have stepped in and said, hey, we're going to take care of this. This, this never needs to happen. It's all about verbiage. Use the words that you're given. I'm, I'm disappointed in Donald Trump. I'm disappointed in our president. And I know I'm not the only one, but listen, I've been a supporter of him. I voted for him. I'd rather have him than Hillary. That woman still needs to go to jail. And listen, if I accidentally suicide myself, pff, you better be saying Josh didn't kill himself just like Epstein didn't. I'm just saying. So, let's talk about something different. Okay. I've got kind of a short podcast today. I just found out that um, I, <clears throat> I have to go to Charleston and work. So, kind of have to readjust my day. I was waiting for later to do the podcast. I had a lot of things going on today. Um, this morning I woke up and you guys know the, the Boba Fett Lego thing I've been showing in the, in the videos, uh, joking around with my friends. It all came from a discussion that I heard Leanne Kreischer comment on, on her podcast, wife of the party, where she said, I don't know at what age I was when I stopped playing, but I realized that the older I get, the more I want to play. I want to incorporate play somewhere in my life. And so I took that to heart because I felt the same way. One of my favorite lines of a, a meme I've ever read was, if you could remember the last time you went out with your friends and played, what would you do different? I don't remember the last time I went out with my friends and played. We used to play basketball all the time. We used to swim together in a pool. We had an above-ground pool. We wouldn't really swim in. It was more... You get the idea. We had a, a makeshift basketball goal thing that we would uh, sort of play a, a mixture of rugby and basketball with. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun. Um, but I don't remember the last time we played. So I had that discussion with my wife, and we were watching the Tim Tracker on YouTube play with Legos. He built a... Um, roller coaster out of Legos and did like a time-lapse thing with the music. And, and it was interesting. I was like, I kind of dig this. And so talking to her about it, I don't know what got me on the, the whole subject, but 
I showed her a picture of the Boba Fett Slave One um, spaceship. That's the spaceship that he flies around in. It's called Slave One. Um, and she was like, that's pretty cool. And I was like, yeah. She goes, you know, you could you could build that and put it on YouTube and it'd be kind of cool. And I was like, you think? <laughs> so she kind of greenlit me to buy the Legos and play with them. And so I did. And this morning I got up, woke up at 6 a.m., bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, got me some coffee, came in here and started building Legos. And six hours later, I got it done. And I'll show you guys what it looks like. If you're watching this on YouTube right now, I'm showing off the spaceship. This is pretty cool. Now, I put a video on Facebook. I put the link on Facebook. I put it on YouTube of the ship. This is really neat. It has actually two rockets that fire from the front. <laughs> it's really cool. The bottom opens up and there's a frozen in carbonite Han Solo on the inside. There's a Boba Fett sitting in a chair on in here. And I've got action figure or I got little Lego figures of like Princess Leia and Han Solo and two other bounty hunters. Um, this is really, really cool. I don't know how I'm going to display it yet or what I'm going to do to show it off. I kind of want to put something right, like right behind me so that, so that you guys see them all the time, kind of like this. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to think about it. It's pretty cool though. I really, really dig it. Thank you to my wife for letting me play and encouraging me to play. It was pretty fun. So that took up my morning and because it took up my morning, I didn't podcast. Um, I just I did nothing but think about this Lego. And for me, it was very therapeutic. It was very Zen. Kind of let me just relax. And I did. I got it done. And then uh, <clears throat> did a few things around here, kind of cleaning up or whatever, and had to go get some groceries. And we're on a weird second wave of being out of toilet paper at stores. Remember this happened a while back? And we seem to not have any toilet paper for a long time. And then it slowly started showing up and you're like, okay, things are getting back to normal. I went to four different stores today before I could finally find, finally find some toilet paper. I found some at our local food line. There was a sign that says limit one. I grabbed a nine pack. I was like, I hope this, this is okay. So that should last me, I don't know, two weeks, hopefully. Till then, I can keep looking. But uh, I didn't think we would run out. <laughs> I've been buying it from Sam's for a while, and we had a Sam's supply, and now we don't. So that's a little disheartening. Um, if there's any uh, entrepreneuring people out there that want to start up a toilet paper company, now's the time to do it. I'm just saying... If you could make it in a hurry, you could have a thriving business. <clears throat> so, anywho, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, a lot of podcasts. I went down the deep wormhole of all the Burt casts that I missed. Uh, the Something's Burning episode that he put the uncut version on. Um, Jesus Treo, 
uh, Mo Mendel, um, that other guy, I can't remember his name. <laughs> I've listened to probably four, two bears, one cave. I've probably listened to three of the Bill Burt podcasts. Um, it's all good. I've heard a lot of nuggets of wisdom in there that I thought, man, this is a good spot. But then it's only like, you know, five minutes of the conversation that's, that's like share worthy. Like it'd be one of those things where if I had like a young Jamie, like, like Joe Rogan has, I'd be like, Ooh, do that one as a clip. And like, you could, you could separate the clips of the, of the nuggets and put those online separate. So people just click on them. I mean, I don't know if they have that or whatever. I mean, I know that for Bert's podcast, um, he's got Halston and Halston does that for his clips, but I don't know who works for, uh, Bill Burt. I don't know who, who's their engineer for that. I know for the two bears, one cave, they've got the, your mom's house crew, but I don't even know if they're doing that anyway. It is what it is. So it's free. It's entertaining. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. Uh, Bert's going to start doing a, I don't know if he's announced it. I think he has announced it. He's going to start doing a drive-in theater comedy show. Right now, I think there's only like five locations and dates posted. But I'm not sure if that's the same material that he's going to be doing on the regular comedy show. I've got tickets. I had tickets for May 17th. They got postponed to May 30th or August 30th. I don't know if we're going to be able to see him in August. I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know. It's weird because the show that's coming to Charlotte for the drive-in theater show is on like a Wednesday. So I'd have to take, I'd have to make sure I have a Wednesday and a Thursday off. It's weird. It's just weird, man. I don't know if I'm going to do that. Cause if it's in a drive-in theater, you're driving there and then what you're drinking in your vehicle and driving home or you pay the Uber guy to sit there for an hour and watch it with you. I don't know. It's just, it's very weird. I don't know what he was trying to do. I will give him credit for thinking outside the box because most people wouldn't do that. So, I mean, you know, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Right. So give it a shot. Who knows? It may kick off. People may enjoy it. seems like it'd be kind of fun, especially if you tailgate it. Ooh, but then you got to drive home. That's the dangerous part. Anyway, I figured it was worth sharing. Let you guys know about it. Um, I haven't watched much on TV. I've been watching some stuff on Disney Plus. Uh, the Mandalorian, of course, is putting up a thing on on. There's a show called Gallery, and Gallery each episode is like a new behind the scenes moment of the Mandalorian series. Um, this past week was on props, not just like visual effects of, you know, sci-fi, digital, whatever. This is actual physical props that people touch. And there was a long segment in there about them making that, that child, the baby Yoda looking thing. Um, it was very fascinating. And then my wife and I watched a movie on there that was about the Sherman brothers, um, who made most of the music of Disney. Actually, they made most of the music of my childhood from movies to music. They were, they were two writers who, just wrote a 
crap ton of music. It was really good. The show is called The Boys. Now, that's not to be confused with The Boys is on Amazon. The show on Amazon is about superheroes that are super flawed. Um, but The Boys on Disney Plus is about the Sherman Brothers. And there's a lot in there about Mary Poppins. They're kind of the reason Mary Poppins don't even know who Mary Poppins is. Um, they talk about the lady who wrote the book. They talk about getting to know Walt. They talk about the fact that they wrote music for Walt, like immediately they read the book and, and wrote music. That's how talented they were. They were, they were crazy talented. They would talk to him about something and all of a sudden have a line and, and just be able to write the music right then. It was really good. Uh, it's like an hour and 41 minutes long. It's easy to watch. It's very engaging. It's very lovely. Um, but yeah, so thank you to my wife for telling me you need to watch this. She was right. She's like, as much as you love music, you'll love this. And she was right. So anywho, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, I feel like I've talked enough. You guys, you hear enough of me. <laughs> I'll be back on Saturday to do this again. Uh, till then treat each other kindly, have a little patience for each other understand that everybody's going through some crap. Okay. Um, if you're protesting, please do so peacefully. If you're, uh, making policies out there and you're, you're telling people what to do, err on the side of good judgment and peaceful resolve. Um, listen, killer Mike said it best. The only way this changes is if we change it at the polls, we got to change our policies. We got to change Who's in charge? And he's not wrong. Maybe next time we vote somebody who has love in their heart. Listen, Tulsi Gabbard could still be president. I plan on writing her in. I'm not voting for Trump or Biden. I'm writing Tulsi Gabbard in. That's my vote. It's still my vote. I got to vote with my conscience and she's my conscience. She's the only person I think who can lead us properly. T-U-L-S-I-G-A-B-B-A-R-D. Look into it. Just saying. Tulsi, if you're listening, keep fighting the good fight. I know she's not listening, but I just figured I'd throw that out there. Hey, Bert, if you're listening... Bert's not listening either. <laughs> I always want to say something like that and him go, I'm listening, dude. What? <laughs> Just whatever. <laughs> All right. I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, thank you everybody for the support. Uh, please go check out the website, www.stuffiheard.com. I put a lot of work into it. I'm trying to get it going. Uh, I've got episode pages. I've got pictures on profiles. I've got, uh, fan pages. If you've got a shirt, send me a picture. That way I can put it up on the page. And, um, and that's it. Be kind to one another. Please rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. That's how this podcast grows. Tim Tracker says, uh, now it's time to pay the price. He's like, I did all this work. Now it's your turn. Now it's time to pay the price. Um, thanks everybody. And as I always end this the same way, cue the cow. <laughs>